Welcome to the Audacity of Self-Kindness podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to the exploration of all of the tools, all of the ways, all of the skills of how you being kind to you, self-kindness, moves the needle in every other aspect of your life. And it also moves everything else in the world around you. Oh yeah. And it begins with you. Hey, my friend. We're back. A little bit more audacity of self-kindness. How's it going? How's the practice in your life? Um, I want to jump right into this one. What to do when nothing's working. You know, a lot of times in personal growth, in, uh, especially in the coaching world, um, you know, even in what is like a spiritual journey, we feel like we learn a tool, we learn a method, we learn a way of reducing pain, of easing suffering, of shifting from one mindset to another, of shifting paradigms. And, you know, we begin to rely on those methods, those tools, those opportunities, and they are beautiful. But what happens when it just seems like it's not working? What do you do when nothing is working? You know, it doesn't feel helpful to go to another podcast and get inspiration. It doesn't feel useful to ignore the emotion that you're feeling. You don't feel like you have time to, you know, go for a walk. You don't have the person that you can call like it doesn't seem like there's any option <clears throat> and even the option of you know going into it and allowing it sounds like ass <laughs> so what do you do when nothing's working i had this situation in my life recently so that's why i wanted to bring it up and talk about it today and just share some ways that I move through these scenarios and how I coach other people through them. So when nothing's working, one way that becomes more and more evident for me is to allow myself to be fully in experience. And now that sounds like it's, it's another tool or technique, but let me explain it a little more. Um, I feel like to fully allow yourself to be in the experience, you need to stop trying to do anything with the experience. So in my example, uh, I was having a day where it just seemed like, you know, the thought that I was having was everything was just so annoying. Every, like from the moment that the day started, it seemed like the kids weren't happy. And then it seemed like I had to do this thing. And then I was out and about and nothing that I was doing seemed to work and everything was taking twice as long. And, you know, 
in this day, I was trying to fix a washing machine. And so everything was leaking, even when I had the water off. And I'm like, how is it still leaking? The water to the house is off. And then I was changing hoses in the back of the washing machine. And I was changing the little washers that go in there to make a, a good seal and all of these things. And what, why is it still leaking? It's brand new. And now I've been to the hardware store four or five times. And as I explain it to the guy who's standing there, he said, well, that's really strange. I've never heard of that leaking before. And I was like, exactly. And as I drove up to the hardware store the last time for the day, I was just totally fed up. Somebody had slammed their brakes in front of me and I almost rear-ended them in the parking lot. And, you know, nothing was working. No amount of inspirational podcast, no amount of writing the things out. It was as if life, maybe even my own subconscious knew that it wanted me to surrender essentially to this experience to this emotion and in doing so I got out of my car and there was a man who was standing in front of a table that said stop school violence and he said something like hey my friend do you want to come over here and and learn about helping out the children or in, and how's your day going? And I honestly said to him, I'm like, it's a really bad day. I'm sorry. And I just walked past him. And then I went into the hardware store and I just let myself be annoyed. I ended up getting the part and each person that I inter- interact interacted with in the hardware store, uh, they were like mini therapists. I let myself be annoyed. And when that happened, the people in the hardware store responded. They responded not by trying to soothe me or make me feel better. They responded by saying something like, huh, that's really strange. I've never heard of that happening before. And then they pointed, this person who was helping me pointed to, uh, you know, a different part in the hardware store. And they said, try that one. I guarantee that one won't leak. So I grabbed it. And when I got up to the counter to, you know, buy this hose, the person who checked me out was, you know, maybe this woman in her mid-60s or so. And she was chuckling away at something. And she looked at me and she said, you know, we're, we just have so much fun in here. We're just having having fun. <laughs> and... When I had allowed myself to just really be annoyed, I noticed there was this shift happening inside of me. And this is what I want to talk to. 
And by the way, I, I bought the part and I went outside and I actually apologized to the guy um, who was standing by the, you know, stop school violence. I wasn't in a place to stop and give him my attention, so I didn't stop and ask him questions or listen to his little spiel. But I did apologize. I did walk by and say, hey, I'm sorry I, you know, said that when I went in. And he's like, hey, no worries, no worries. But here's what I want to point to. What I learned in that experience was I have tried to allow myself feel annoyed. I've gone in with, you know, my tools of being curious and exploring and being like, oh, what, what's the thoughts here? Where does it land in my body? And I've really have gotten to know that. But lately... A lot of my self-guidance practice, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I talked about flipping off somebody on the road the other day. But a lot of my self-kindness practice is about witnessing and watching, allowing me, Pete, to be a messy human in the world. And that in doing so, it connects me to an entirely different world experience. That is always there. It's always available. It is the experience that we get to experience when we do these practices, when we are in our deeper connective states. And this world is always around us. And so this was my realization this morning as I was, you know, I like to wake up early in the morning before the kids and everybody gets up actually like to light a few candles because it's still dark and I do my writing and I connect with a lot of what I talk about in um, these podcasts. I talk, I connect with my energy. I connect with my thoughts. I connect with the rhythm of my body in that moment. And here's what I found. I found that I continue to know believe and trust that there is an entire world that seems to be ignored at times and yet it is this world that gets ignored it's in that world where we truly yearn to be because that is the world of experience that is the world of connection that is the world of feeling. It's the world of mystery. It's the word of magic, the world of love, the world of expansion and capability, the world of possibility, delight, the world of expression and curiosity, the world of wonder and beauty and forgiveness, the world of allowance, sovereignty, consent, new paradigms, the world of realizations and awareness. And we miss out on this world. We miss it. It's right there. It is tracking along. It's like the, like the ultraviolet light, if you will, that we just don't see because we are in constant quote-unquote, practice 
of taking ourselves out of it. So when I was feeling annoyed yesterday and when nothing was working and nothing working is like we want to work something to stop feeling what we're feeling. That's what it means when something's working. It's like, oh, it's shifting us. It's doing what we want it to do. But rather, instead of practicing doing that and taking myself out of that entire other world, what happens when we allow ourselves to just be in that world? Do you get what I'm saying there? I think you do. I think you understand this on some level. I think we all understand this on some level. It's like this whole world of connection, of feeling, of mystery, expansion, capability, possibility, delight, expression, curiosity, wonder, beauty, forgiveness, allowance, sovereignty, consent, new paradigms, realization, and awareness. It is always there. It doesn't go away. And really, what we're talking about when nothing works is we feel disconnected from that world, that we want to get back there. So we notice what we're practicing. We notice how we are practicing this weird thing that we practice, which is by staying in the different world. What would happen if you play with this and you ask, it, is it possible to look at all of life from this perspective? That actually this world that I'm talking about that we ignore is actually more real. So this becomes really fun when we do this. To ask yourself, what do taxes look like from this place? from a place of connection and mystery and beauty and wonder and forgiveness and consent? What does a leaky washing machine become? What do annoying kids hold for us from that world? Suddenly, trying to make things work is not even relevant. All right, I would love to hear how you play with this. And I know your mind is asking how, how, how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I do this? And that is a beautiful question that we will continue to explore. I love you. I'm so grateful you took time to listen today. I know you have so much out there in the world that you could be out there doing and focusing on. Give yourself the opportunity to ask, am I ignoring this entire other world that is here right now? And see what your answer is. And if you want to take this dip deeper, then you have to set up a consultation call with me about my one-on-one -on -one coaching and what that would look like in your life. Really, my one-on-one -on -one coaching is all around cultivating how to not ignore that world. All right. Love you. And we'll see you next week.